There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Watched a Channel 4 documentary recently, uh, Dispatches. It's a brilliant program. It covers all sorts of topics, and it covers topics that you would never even think about. And certainly this one would come under the topic uh, or the category of topics I've never even thought about. Probably because I'm a man and be white. Uh, The Channel 4 documentary pointed to a situation where Black women, or women of colour, are more than fi- are nearly five times more likely to die in childbirth or around that time. In other words, before childbirth and in about the six weeks afterwards. And it was asking a couple of questions. Why is this? And what is being done to counteract it. There's a campaign in the UK now called Five Times More. And, and Juby, uh, you know, I want to talk to you about this. I watched that documentary and as I said, this is a topic that would never have crossed my mind because it doesn't have to. But it is yeah. a very, very significant finding. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very well. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it's something of a lot of people's minds unless you are um, a black person or someone from um, an ethnic minority so yeah you're not alone there yeah why is it that the document was looking at why why the thing is it's hard to know there's until today there's no real definite reason why that's the issue but um, a few key points that have been highlighted are that one you've got health disparities between um, you know black Asian and minority ethnic women and this can result in them receiving a lower quality of care so for example um, women who come from ethnic minorities will experience um poor quality care because they might be from you know poor socioeconomic backgrounds um language barriers sometimes an issue where you don't have proper translation or proper communication and most hospitals should be able to translate um you know most languages using translator services mm. um other things could be people having medical profession professionals having a racial bias and it might be something that's not, you know, a, a, a conscious thing. It could be a subconscious uh, racial bias where you don't realise you're doing it. But these things still do lead to poor health uh, outcomes for 
and experiences mm. for black, Asian and minority ethnic women. Um, and also there is still lacking in medical research, uh, you know, surrounding conditions that uh, directly affect um, black women and um, uh, ethnic mi- minorities. So this can lead to poor diagnostic rates. Um, I've had a friend tell me that she was in a hospital with pains in her stomach and Dr. Felter told me and thought, wow, it's, it's a little bit bigger than, than usual. You know, you, ha- you appear to have a lump in your abdomen and straight away thought, right, you've got a fibroid and was going to prescribe her medication to shrink the fibroids. Mm-hmm. And uh, later on, they discussed with a more senior doctor who um, asked, well, have you outruled it being a pregnancy? And lo and behold, they did a pregnancy test and she was pregnant. But because fibroids is something that affects black women more frequently, uh, you know, straight away that racial bias was there. And he thought, has to be a fibroid. She's a black woman, you know. So that's just one example. Yeah, the program referred to um, what it described as a constellation of biases, which is an interesting, mm-hmm. an interesting term. Yeah. You make assumptions, I I guess. Yes, exactly. And like that example I've just given there, that's one one example where someone might make a bias based on, um, you know, what they perceive to be true for most black women. And, you know, it it is quite a common condition for black women to have, but it doesn't mean it's always the case. And that's where you get poor diagnosis. in terms of, you know, medical management and managing care. Um, as a midwife myself, I do see how, you know, um, different women handle labour, for example, mm. and how, you know, ethnic minorities are treated and they're sometimes grouped into this, you know, put into this group or stereotype that, oh, she's she's Asian, she's going to have a really small baby or she's she's black she's going to be really vocal really noisy and you do see it and sometimes it's something that's a subconscious thing and you just kind of group people into this stereotype and that's not always the case and that I think is what also leads to this um, poor health outcomes for women and and poor maternity experiences. There's another myth uh, at least I think it's a myth because I I don't think there's any proof of it anywhere this belief that some people hold that black women have a higher Pain threshold. Pain threshold. Yes, that's nonsense. That is, is it? Oh, absolutely. So, um, and I, I've seen it myself actually, um, where the pain isn't taken as seriously as maybe a, a white woman would be, and I think that's because there's that subconscious belief that yeah, she can handle pain a little bit better. She's got tough skin. They're strong. You know, they're able to handle it. But we feel pain the same as anyone else. And I think that's one of the things that also um, um, contributes to delay in treatment and delay in diagnosing severe conditions and delay and in terms of maternity care, delay in diagnosing, you know, um, labour or sometimes fetal distress. So um, you'd also see in figures, figures will show that black women are, um, are three times more likely to have a cesarean section than a white woman. And cesarean sections are, you know, major abdominal surgeries that really are kind of um, really, really, they're kind of... They're major surgery. They're the last, yeah, they're last kind of 
last um sorry i'm just after a night shift so i'm trying to get no my worries you're fine you're f- no no c-section c-section a uh, c-section is is the, the last resort unless exactly. there's no other option when yeah. there's no other option you, you have a c-section because it's major surgery and it yeah. involves it involves yeah. major damage to a woman's stomach that can take many months to recover from yeah, it takes. It's a longer recovery. It um, has more risks and more risks to mum and to babies. So, to those figures are quite high. You know, three times more likely to have a cesarean section, which is major surgery. And I think part of it is because of that stereotype and other, you know, uh, racial biases that people might be conscious of or um, unconscious of. So, um, yeah. So, so now that we know all this, Juby, and, and yeah. when we have information like this, good, solid information, the next thing you do is you do something about it. And what is being done about it? At the moment, I um, there is a campaign running in the UK. Um, the Embrace report that came out in t- 2021 has shown that the figures have dropped, but yes. there is still a disparity where black women are four times more likely. So the yes. latest figures were in 2017, which showed that black women were five times more likely to die. Um, and now in 2021, um, the figures now show that black women are four times more likely. So there is a, um, a drop in the numbers but it's four times more likely is still not good enough um, and the campaign being run by five times more are um, they're advocating for black women they're raising awareness by um, you know making online workshops um, encouraging people to petition to sign petitions and to write letters to their local politicians mm. to um, raise awareness about this and I don't know if anything like that is being done in Ireland. Yes. But I do know that this is something that's being done in the UK and it's a great initiative that I really think um, Ireland could do with, mm. with, you know, taking on board as well. There's a horrendous condition that I only heard about in passing. I'm, I should say to you, Juby, I, I've been interested in all things medical since I was a small boy. So sometimes <laughs> I watch documentaries like this, you know. There's a thing that I had heard about many years ago called an AFE, an amniotic fluid embolism, which is a particularly nasty thing to happen. And the statistic that black women are three times more likely to die from this. Didn't know that. I actually, this is news to me too, and I'm not surprised. Uh, the the rates of uh, these medical morbidities do tend to run higher in in black women, and like I said, it's the re- the reasons can be hard to pinpoint. But mm. like I said, health disparities, racial bias, and sometimes a lack of medical research is where um, you know we're lacking. So. Um, amniotic fluid embolisms they're very very rare and that's just where the amniotic fluid um, it should never really cross barriers between mum and baby it's always enclosed in a a sac around baby and then you've got membranes that contain that in the uterus but on a very 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 rare uh, occasion amniotic fluid can enter the mother's bloodstream and when that happens it can be very fatal it can cause blood clots and um, it just it can cascade into uh, very serious, um, serious well, effects. It's, you know, it's a horrible, it's a horrible, horrible com- con- condition. I mean, a, a doctor friend of mine years ago came across a case when he was training 
and he was describing it to me one time, just this is the kind of thing I discuss over a pint with my friends and strange like that. And he said, one of the most horrible things you've ever seen. And, and you just stand back and go, what am I going to do here, you know? It would be yeah, lovely, lovely to five, five X more, isn't they, they have a That's the symbol, isn't it? Five X more. Yeah, five X more. And what I think what um, needs to happen as well in Ireland is, you know, raising awareness about the issues that black women are facing, improving maternity outcomes. And for black women themselves, what they can do is educate themselves about the birthing process. Uh, taking birthing uh, birth preparation courses I teach um, birth preparation classes myself and I think it's important that women do know that they can influence their births it's not all um, you know blood and gore and horror it can be a really positive experience too and um, my something I'm passionate about is educating black women on how they can have you know positive birthing experiences and hopefully that'll um help reduce these figures as well when they take you know their their birth into their own hands and influence it in a positive way okay listen good talking to you Juby, and uh, go get some rest now if you're off just off a night shift go get some rest and thanks for hanging around to take my call appreciate it oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six five x more it's just, it's just, and the, the, you'll find if you're going to Channel Four, their their website, and you can watch stuff back. It's that's, Dispatches is a fabulous program, and they all the little episodes. They run for about twenty five, thirty minutes at most, and that's a particularly interesting watch. Thank you for that. That struck a chord with me. That comment that Asian babies are smaller. That was actually said to me when I was pregnant with my half Asian child. As it turned out, there was severe. I-U-G-R. Quartz 96 FM. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.